Podcast Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the X Lives Podcast. I am your host, Patrick C. Huerta. On this podcast, we talk about our present, our future, and more importantly, our past. The good, the bad, and the fuzzy. Stories from our X Lives. Like, share, and subscribe on whichever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Follow the Babacoa Core Podcast Network on Instagram and Facebook at Babacoa Core. All the links to most of our podcast platforms can be found on the website www.babacoacore.com. Any questions, comments, or to share your stories from your past on the X Lives Podcast, send emails to xlivespod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy these episodes. This is X Lives. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the X Lives podcast. Uh, I apologize for taking the week off. I actually did a show last week. I'm trying to do uh, record every Wednesday, uh, but last Wednesday I was in Laredo doing a show with uh, my my next guest that I have on. Uh, give it up for Big John. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, everybody? How, How you doing, doing? dude? Uh, good, man. Good. Yeah. Trying, to, trying to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming out, dude. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we met in Laredo doing that show with, with Larry Garza. Uh, shout out to everybody in Laredo for, for showing love, man. It was a great show, man. Uh, but that's where I actually met you up there and stuff. Yeah. Funny guy, dude. And we'll get into your story in a little bit. But before we get into that, uh, plugs, any shout outs, websites, how can people find you? I, um, Facebook, uh, but it's social media. Instagram is a little more at uh, Big John 747. The numbers 747. I know.com, A-Y-Y-N-O.com, and that'll take you to YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. You can, that's like the one stop. What is A-No? Not or a, I, not I know. A, oh. <laughs> I know? I know. I know is more like a, a noun. You could use it. It's like person, place, or thing. It's like, it's one of those things that it's like, you you look at a price on a on a shirt and you see it's forty dollars. I know, like that's too, that's too much, dog. Or you know, or you, you you know, you'd be with your mom somewhere and you see a chick with short shorts. You're like, hell yeah! And she's like, I know me, look, I, you know. So that's kind of like where that came from. Uh, you know, I've heard it growing up, but uh, some guy that I would follow on uh, on YouTube, he said it one time, and I thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his aunts are doing Zumba in the living room, and he's eating a Twix. And he's like, I know. And, 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 dude, I just thought it was so funny, dude. And and I kept it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and uh, we ended, we put it on T-shirts. We put it on koozies. It's everywhere. Yeah. And, and people were like, ain't no. And I'm like, nah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and so it just depends, like, how you want to how you wanna use it. it just, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a marketing tool, man. It's all about merchandising, get, getting a, a hashtag out there, yeah. something that people could... To call back to you. Yeah, so it's like I have. You have your have own shirts and all that stuff? Show shirt. This is from a, a toy drive show I did. Yeah. Like, so I keep all the shirts. We're getting a shadow box and we're putting each shirt in them eventually. So I just need to stop worrying them because 
my first shirt has like a barbacoa stain or the menudo stain. I can't remember what I was eating when I was wearing it, but yeah, it has a fucking stain on it. You keep it real, man. You got to keep it real. It's 100% authentic. <laughs> it's real, yeah. Uh, so that's cool, man. So yeah, the X-Live podcast, how it works is like we get to know you. You know, this is our first time kind of sitting down and just fucking bullshitting and stuff. Uh, and then the X lives. I like to go into people's like past and like find out who they were before they started focusing on what they're whatever they're focusing on now. You know yeah. what their current life is. They had a past life, an X life. Uh, we'll get into that. And then to wrap it up, we'll do a hypothetical. Yeah. If you weren't focused on you know what you what your past was and what your present is now, what would you be doing? What would your focus be? Yeah. You know, later on. But we'll get into all that. Uh, but first things first, man. Let's let's get to find out about you, man. Uh, what, what's up with you in comedy? Like, you have a very unorthodox way of going about <laughs> it. We kind of were, were talking about it, and hopefully we could, we could capture that that magic yeah. of the conversation y'all, that we were having. Y'all before. missed out. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, well, because I like to make the guests feel comfortable, man. So we'll kind of yeah. like rap and and and, and I, I'm I com- lost track of time, dude. We were talking <laughs> for a whole like hour. I'm comfortable knowing that my shit's not going to get told outside. I'm, I'm, no, no, <laughs> that's the only thing you're worried about. <laughs> nah, I'm good, man. Uh, so, let me see. What were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, I mean, you do you're, you do DJing, right? You yeah. DJ parties and stuff. And that was kind of like your first step that, into that's, like... That's when I, I really got to, to be around strangers. Yeah. Uh, and groups of strangers, you know. Uh, 15 years old, started DJing, like I said, in the, in the back, in the cuartito that we had in the back. Uh, two radios, one with a CD player, one without, and just lowering music on one and putting it louder on the other and uh, stealing that tape recorder and making cassettes to pass them out. And, uh, you know, um, 17 years old, that's when I was like, I guess you would say professional. Mm-hmm. And I was doing quinceañeras, house parties. Uh, it really started in high school, house parties. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, hey, you're a DJ? I'm like, yeah. And I was at a house party and, uh, you know, just playing music and just practicing. And then um, when I was 17, my friend Oscar's having a uh, a birthday party and I'm on on top of a washer and dryer. And that's when his uncle heard me. I was like, hey, we should we should get together, you know, and make money. And, you know, I'm 17. I'm like, man, hell yeah. Like, I don't have money for lights and equipment and you know, you'd look at the DJ magazines and your mouth would just water it because there's so much stuff. You man. want fog everything. machines, lights, yeah. lasers. You want everything. cabinets, all that shit. Yeah, and uh, so he, um, he, he, and I got together, man. Our first gig was in December of '04 at the fucking courts, dude. Yeah, like we're in the courts on uh, couples and and Guadalupe, mm. right, right by the the fiesta, and. Uh, we're getting the equipment off the truck, and and somebody's like, "Man, I wonder how much you can get for this at the pawn shop." Somebody walked by and asked. Yeah, well, that? they were helping us uh, unload the truck, and oh, I'm like, shit. "This is before we got into U-Hauls, and you know, we're in a pickup truck. St- uh, speakers are stacked. I mean, uh, it, it was just nuts, dude. And we did the gig uh, at the courts. Yeah, and uh, the whole courts was there. I mean, it was one party, but it was a shitload of people, a lot mm-hmm. of beer, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm like, this is pretty cool." Like. You know, this I'll never forget this one. Yeah, and uh, that that that's how it started. So we went from the courts to I think we've probably been in every ballroom in San Antonio. Yeah, and in places that we couldn't get in as regular people, but since we were the entertainment, mm-hmm. we were there, and uh, it's been pretty cool. And so, so you were the voice of that, like you would do the voiceovers yeah, over the, mu- I the was, music. I would do the the 
the DJing, we take turns. Like I would do like the English, he would do the Spanish, mm. and uh, but ma- mainly the 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 voice. But I, like I said, like I told you earlier, like I was terrified of my own voice. Like I would hide behind speakers, or I would hide. I would get off the stage, and uh, I would do the rec- like the talking, and people were like, like who is that? And it was me, but I was just just scared to hear my own voice. Yeah. Like everybody thought you were just pressing like a, a yeah, pre-recorded they, they message. Yeah, they were like, thought it was a record, like a, a, you know, like pre-recorded talking and, you know, having to say people's names and like not mess them up. It's like, oh shit, like, is that W-E-R-O, yeah. like Wedo? Because they would spell Wedo, W-E-D-O. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Wedo? <laughs> like, I, I didn't know who it was. And then like their parents or whoever's clapping for him was like, oh. You, you did it wrong. It's wet. I'm like, well, you spelled, you it, spelled wrong. it wrong. <laughs> you spelled it wrong. Yeah. yeah so uh, DJing was like the what got me to, to hold a microphone. Mm-hmm. And um, so then that's when, you know, little by little playing around on the microphone on a quinceanera when like they're doing the dollar dance or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they'd be doing the, the, the quinceanera, like the train. And I'd be like, all right, take out your fives, tens, twenties. If you got coupons, we accept Lone Star. I mean, and, and people were like, they thought it was funny. And, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what really like, like pushed it to be like, okay, like I can do it. But like I told you, I was scared until mm-hmm. 08 when I DJed for my boss's daughter's quinceanera mm-hmm. and I play on the intercom at work and, uh, you know, my boss and, and my friend Carlos are talking and he's like, Hey John, you're going to get on the mic. And I'm just like, fuck. And, and Carlos is like, nah, he's scared, man. And, uh, he's like, no, you should hear him at work. Mm. He does birthday shout outs. He does, uh, you know, years of service or he just gets on the mic. I mean, on the, on the phone and he talks to the intercom and I was like, damn, like, this is it. Like I'm busted. Like now I got to talk in front of people. Yeah. So I did, uh, the quinceanera and I haven't shut up since. Yeah. I have not, uh, shut up. And that was like, you wanted to do that. Like you want to do radio and all that stuff. Yeah. I, oh man, I've always been fascinated with the radio, uh, morning shows, uh, or just anything on the radio, like just to hear your name, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, it wasn't really more, it wasn't really about the DJ it was just about hearing your name on the radio, like mm-hmm. making people laugh and stuff like that. So I've always been fascinated with the radio being known as a character from a radio. Yeah. Yeah. Like a morning show, like Good morning show. I would be like, man, if I can make you crash on the way to work, <laughs> like that, that'd be like good or like you know just i always be like uh what i say one time like uh ladies you're gonna laugh tonight you might pee a little bit fellas you'll thank me later it's like eating capirotada you know (laughs) and and people are like oh my god i can't believe you said that (laughs) and you know like i mean it's kind of like one of those things like what you're thinking i'm gonna say it like i really don't care but i try to say it where i'm not offending you like i'm not gonna pick you out and be like hey you Mm -hmm. You're gonna pee tonight. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> that's how awkward is that. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's what uh, that's what got me where I'm at now. Like uh, applying for a radio station mm-hmm. is what really got me to get on YouTube. And uh, it was in uh, 2015. I mean, like from when I started DJing to now, I was always a clown, being mm-hmm. you know a jokester, a prankster. Like I, I love doing that. So. You know, but I was like, with social media taking off the way it did, you know, Facebook, like back in MySpace, I mean, you couldn't really do shit like that, that, you know, Uh, you could just like top eight songs, 
layouts, you know. But mm-hmm. with Facebook, that's when it was like, okay, cool, YouTube. You know, you see all these people getting popular on YouTube, and you're like, fuck, like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm funny. Like, people would laugh at me. And uh, so that's what led me to to be on a, to be on the hunt. Like, I want to be on the radio still. Like, yeah. I, that was always a dream. Like, even now, like, shit. If I can get on the radio, I mean, <laughs> I will. I mean, somebody just put me on and, uh, you know, I'll try it. But uh, 2015, applied for a radio station, uh, 94.1, mm-hmm. the Blondie Nugget Morning Show. And they were looking for the third uh, the third host. Mm-hmm. So a big competition citywide. And I applied for it. It was a video audition. Uh, my cousin Hector made the made the YouTube for me and uh I apply a few days later I'm driving to work and I I remember right it's like 5:13 a.m. Mm. raining and I'm on 35 headed to work and uh I hear myself on the radio and I'm like and I take out my phone real quick like if you don't believe me like you go to my YouTube channel and go to the bottom where the the first videos are and you'll see the audition and then you'll see right above it me on the radio mm-hmm. and uh you know, and they're laughing because I'm doing the Miss Swan thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, this guy's funny. What's his name? And they're like, oh, Big John, Big John. And I, I post that video and I'm just like, wow, like I really, you know, came out on the radio. And they were just, they were playing all the submissions or uh, had you admitted to like the. No, the- they, were, they, they were just playing submissions and they were picking people to come on and you would do like your audition on the radio. So, oh, wow. you know, so people that were getting on air as submissions were actually getting picked to go to the radio station. Oh, okay. You know, and I'm like, I'm messaging them like, Hey, I'm down the street from y'all. Like, let me know. Just like, let me know, man. Let me know. And I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. And, uh, so that never happened. And, uh, I was like, fuck, like, well, there goes, there goes that, you know, mm. they change radio stations and I'm just like, Hmm. What can I do now? And uh, like I told you earlier, Vine was shutting down. Mm-hmm. Instagram started picking up videos. And uh, I did that um, that pizza and a fuck video. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it in the front of my house. And uh, my aunt's on the porch. And I'm there flipping wigs. And it was a 15-second video on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I uh, posted it on f- Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now, when you say flipping wigs, you, you're playing all these different characters. Yeah, so like... Like, I have different characters, and they all are somebody different. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say who, because then if they find out, I'm like, They're inspired. Hey, you owe me. They're inspired by somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're all, these are all real people that uh, <laughs> I can uh, mimic voice voices, gestures, yeah. sayings. I mean, I, I know these people really good. And uh, so that's what I did. Um, I did the Miss Swan uh, with the, a wig. I was going to be Dora the Explorer for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so I had that wig, and um, so I get in the truck to do her part, and I get out of the truck to do my part. And, uh, you know, this is uh, September, yeah, right before Halloween, so I had the wig, and uh, I posted it on, like I said, Facebook, Mm -hmm. YouTube, Instagram, and overnight, dude, it was just like, wow, like, this is so, like... A lot of people knew the voice because I had been doing the Miss Swan voice since I was 13 years old. Yeah. You know, and, and people are like, how does that little voice come out of that big body? And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It just, it just does. And, uh, you know, so uh, I don't have to practice it. I can just turn it on 
yeah go from my voice to her voice i mean it's pretty cool dude and uh and you were talking about like how how you edit or the lack thereof uh editing like <laughs> instead of doing one character run all the character all that character's part yeah you will go back and forth in real time well not in real time but you know what i mean yeah like uh you you're you're doing the conversation yeah you're recording the conversation going back and forth from each yeah. character why did you do it like that rather than doing I, the editing i guess it was just uh i didn't know how to use the the Viva video as good as I know it now. Like now I could do it. Okay. But you know, back then I'm just like, dude, I just want to get it going. Like I, you know, the faster I can make the video, the better. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, you would see the tag in some shots and some shots and some shots you wouldn't see the tag. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, you messed up right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, I wasn't going to about to go back and do it. Like, that's what it is. It's, Where are people calling you out? Yeah. Like, where's the continuity? I was like, I think that's the they were like, they're like, <laughs> Oh, you fucked up. I saw your tag. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I don't care. You laughed, right? And I'm like, just share and like this video. And, and you know, so I did that for two years, man. I, uh, 20, 2015, the late 2015, 2016, 2017. That's when it, I was on it, dude. I mean. And how did you get the word out? Like, like you did the hashtag? Like, how did you let people know about your YouTube channel? Um, shit, word of mouth. My, my YouTube channel has like 200 subscribers, which is nothing mm-hmm. because I think now with Facebook being more popular, I mean, on, on, uh, on Facebook, I'll hit, I have a few videos that are like over a thousand views mm-hmm. and on YouTube, that same video is like at 80 views. Like, I think it's a lot easier just to watch it on Facebook, share it on Facebook versus YouTube. Uh, cause now, I mean, it's like, if you want to watch a video, I'm pretty sure it's on, 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 on Facebook. Oh, okay. You know, so YouTube is good, but not for me. So like, you're creating all these different formats. You do have, you have YouTube, and then you create a different format for Facebook, a different format for iTunes. I mean, not uh, iTunes, Instagram. for Instagram. Yeah. Man, so, that's a lot of work. So, it, no, well, it's the same video getting shared all, at all, all three of them. Oh, okay. Like, there's not one video for this, one video for that. I oh, mean, okay. Uh, the good thing is, like, uh, on Facebook and YouTube, you can go longer than a minute now. A min- yeah. minute on Instagram. So you got to talk fast. But... I was doing it, so it was it was like it was good for me. But then once I figured out that I was, I can get three minutes on Facebook. Like I'm just gonna do it on Facebook. There's something I don't know too much. Do you get into like the whole algorithms, like how to get more views and? No, I I don't, man. I just know to make it public. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and and hope that that people like it and share it, and you know, and and it's pretty cool, man. Like when I did the Chamoy character, like the Chamoy character, like I'm from the West Side, mm-hmm. you know. I grew up in a gated community in the West Side. I mean, not really gated. I mean, there's burglar bars on yeah. every, <laughs> every window. And uh, Chil Chamoy was like, Chamoy is my character where she's the biggest hood rat. Biggest, I mean, the worst of the worst. Yeah. That's her. And um, her hair is a little mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's an aerial wig that my sister Valerie gave me. My sister went to a garage sale and got shitload of wigs. Gave them to me, and she's like, good luck. Maybe you'll make a character out of these. So Chamoy has... That's so funny how your family just knows, like, to give you wigs and stuff. Like, whatever you do with this, you do. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my, my brother-in-law, Julio, was like, hey, man, I got you some wigs. You know, I had a... You know, I have bags, man, of wigs that I have not even touched. My cousin, uh, my cousin Hector gave me that wig with the cap and the long hair. Yeah. You know, it says Billy Bob on it. It was like one of those hillbilly, yeah. you know, wigs. And, uh, you know, so that character came to life. But Chamoy, to me, was the one that, that uh, 
hit with a lot of people mm-hmm. because we all know that girl on section eight acting yeah. like a homeowner. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we all know that girl that's at the club with her child support check, uh, you know, and I know these girls. So yeah. I'm like, fuck man. You're like, y'all just gave me the juice for this, you know? And, um, so I do her video, man. And I made her first video. Remember when they were doing those, uh, those, um, like those pyramid schemes where it was red and green and you put your name in the middle mm-hmm. and then you would add somebody. It was like a, 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 a I forgot what, what they were really called, but it was like a, a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was like, people are doing these things and I'm making money. And I'm like, well, how can, how else can you make money at a club or a bar? Uh-huh. You pretend it's your birthday, right? You put two, three bucks on your, on your chest uh-huh. and you go to, five bars in one night yeah and people you're a girl of course guys are gonna hit on you yeah yeah yeah. whether you look good or not you know they're just trying to get laid yeah so you walk out each bar with 20 bucks Mm -hmm. you do five bars friday saturday sunday you're making two three hundred bucks yeah and you take the rest of the week off you know (laughs) so the video went something like that so i posted the video about 2 30 in the morning i couldn't sleep uh and i was like I was thinking about that video all day. So, I, you know, like I said, my aunt and uncle are asleep. And, and uh, I, I make her video. I post it. A friend of mine shared it. And this girl, who I didn't know who she was, man. Like, I, 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 I know her now. Mm-hmm. But um, she messaged me. And she's like, hey, um, you don't know me. But I just saw your video. And I just want you to, I just want you to know that. I'm in the hospital right now with my son. He's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. The doctors can't figure out what's wrong with him. And for those three minutes, you made me forget oh, wow. where I was. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, That's like, amazing. how do you take that, dude? Like, I mean, a complete stranger just to message you. And I'm just like, and I, so I stayed up messaging with her like, well, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm sorry. You know, like mm-hmm. this is before I was a comedian. Like I'm just making videos. And uh, I'm like, well, here's my YouTube channel. Check out my other videos. Mm -hmm. So she started looking at them and, you know, she added me on Facebook. And, you know, I mean, I I didn't talk to her after that. You know, it was just like just that one introduction. And it was like, all right, cool. You know, and she likes my stuff, shares it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's how I started getting people to to follow me. Mm -hmm. They were like, dude, your videos are so real like the, you hit home somehow like yeah. we know that person we know this chick we know this dude mm-hmm. you know or just the stuff that i post like my facebook went from being personal like i remember i'd be having bad days man and i'd post you know just junk mm-hmm. you know try to get attention and mm-hmm. i can admit it dude and i just stopped doing that shit man like if i'm posting something it's for a party or a show or yeah. it's a video or a meme like you know, my Facebook is not mine anymore. It's it's there to entertain people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was the beauty of, of that. Like, I stopped, like, trying to get, I guess you'd say, like, validation from something. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I was looking for people to make me feel better. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's what Facebook, I mean, the social media is all for. Yeah. It's like that dopamine, uh, you know. Yeah. People want, if you get a like or a, a laugh or something. I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody is, uses it. Some people, like... Use it just for negative stuff. Yeah. But you're doing the opposite. You're, you're doing positive, funny stuff, yeah. trying to make people forget about, like, their yeah. problems for a little bit. You know? I mean, I mean, 
honestly, man, I think that's like a, to me, it's an outlet, you know, like a, to get on, to wake up every day, man, is a blessing for yeah. one, you know, and you have that gift to make people laugh, you know, and it's like, fuck, like I'm going to do it. Like, yeah, I post pictures all the time, man. And people are like, oh, look what John posted. I'll be at work, man. They're like, really, John? And I have a break room full of people fucking laughing or, you know, I mean, that's just, that's just who I am. I mean, that's, uh, just comes natural with you. Not uh, too natural sometimes, where I'm just like, yeah, I can't turn it off, man. I, yeah, I, it's hard. <laughs> so from that, from all that, like the DJ to to doing YouTube videos and stuff, you really don't do too much YouTube videos anymore. No, not anymore. Uh, once I I got into stand up and I grew my beard out, man, I was like, I can't do this YouTube videos. So like, you know, I've seen like girl characters be portrayed with guys with beards, and to me, I don't think it's I don't like it. Yeah. You know, so once I got into stand up, man, that's when I was like, I don't, I don't want to make videos anymore. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll mess around and it'll be me talking, mm-hmm. but there's no character. And people, oh man, people were like, where's Chamoy? Where's the Tia? Where's, you know, even my mom, man, my mom's like, you need to make those videos again. And she's like, shave your fucking beard because you look like your dad. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I can, man. Like, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, I won't do it. Like, yeah. I, I won't go back to, to doing the videos because I think I'm more focused now on stand up. Like I'm better doing stand up than I was videos. Yeah. And the videos were I mean, I did that for two years. Mm-hmm. And every video I did was was good, you know, a hit. Uh but, you know, I me personally, I'd rather stand up in front of people and, and, and tell jokes. Yeah. It's an immediate like kind of a response. Yeah. You know, rather than seeing like how 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 well is this playing overnight and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm not um you know, I mean, it's a lot less nerve wracking to make a video because mm-hmm. you're by yourself. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like I get more pleasure out of this than that, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I just tell people like, you know, I go through my my Facebook memories and if a video pops up, I'll share it. And, mm-hmm. and people will be like, that's what you did before before stand up. Like, mm-hmm. like, I never knew that about you. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's how I started. So stand up, man. Like you, like I, I, we said at the beginning, an or, an unorthodox <laughs> way of going about it, you know. Which I mean, if it works for you, it works for you, man. Like that's that's great. Yeah. Tell I mean, in, go about like how did you get into doing comedy? All right, man. So like I told you, uh, we, me and my best friend Arthur, which is uh, we call him my bae, because. Before I got with my girl, like, he was my, my right hand. Yeah. He's the one that went with me to Laredo. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, we saw Raymond Orta in uh, January mm-hmm. of 2017. Uh, a few months later, we saw Marvin Baca at the Alamo Draft House. And, uh, you know, driving home, my friend was like, you know, why don't you try stand-up? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah. Like, at that point, I'm making the Facebook, YouTube videos. Like, I, I don't... Doing stand-up has not even crossed my mind. Like, yeah, we were there laughing, and, you know, it was cool, like, to see the way a big comedian controls a theater. Yeah. Like, Raymond Orta, he sold out, I mean, two, 3,000 people downtown, mm-hmm. at, uh, right there by the bottom. And then you see, you go to a movie theater, and it's, like, it's a lot smaller, but it's still packed, and you're like, wow, like, and he's coming out. And, you know, I got to open for Marvin at a, at a restaurant, which was pretty cool for me, uh, but... uh you know, um, it was like, I didn't think that I could do it. Like, I mm-hmm. was like, nah, like, I can't do that shit, dude. Like, I, I didn't even want to do it. Like, I was like, I just want to do videos. Yeah. And um, 
you know, so then I, like I said, I get on Facebook. I'm like, yo, who would want to see me do stand-up comedy? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, people responded to it good. And that's what kind of got in my head. Like, you know, um, they were like, where, how much, you know, where are you going to do it at? And like I, like I told you, like, the original plan for the the first show was a house party. Yeah. You know, three kegs, food, and comedy. And that's what it was. Yeah. But like I said, we never got around to do that party. Uh, May, that's when my aunt gets diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And that's when, like I told you, like, losing her was, like, the, what I needed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to see your life just be taken from you, I'm like, fuck, man, if I don't do it right now, like, like I'm not ever gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we, uh, we, when I say we, uh, I mean... <laughs> It's more me, but, you know, I have my best friend, Mike, Art, and uh, my cousin, Hector, that, you know, they work for me. One records, one runs the door, and one runs the one runs the sound, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, well, I I booked the Alamo Draft House at, uh, at 108 seats. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had never. First had, show ever. First show. I never told a joke in front of people <laughs> in my life. And, uh. It uh it sells out, dude, in two days. Yeah. And I'm freaking out, like ten bucks a ticket. I'm counting all the seats, like fuck, I'm gonna make money. And uh so like I said, me and my friend Art are at Twin Peaks celebrating his promotion. I'm celebrating my my show selling out. Mm. And we're there and I'm still freaking out, like, damn dog, like what am I gonna do as far as comedy? Like I have two hours to fill. I don't know if I have two hours. To, to talk yeah you know worth the material so do you realize how insane that is that you booked a venue before you even had the time to do the actual show <laughs> yeah okay i just want to yeah, make sure no. that you understand <laughs> hey, how man, ridiculous I, now that now that now that i've been doing it for these two years i look back man and i'm like this shit ain't real like this is not this is not happening though. like yeah this is like you know, it's crazy, man, because it's just, it's one of those things that I didn't really plan for it to happen. Like, mm-hmm. it just came to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, it happened. I didn't, I didn't have time to overthink it. I didn't even have that time to think about it the first time. Are you like, uh, are you a very impulsive person with everything? Like, impulse buys, impulse I, actions, all that? No, I'm more of a need and want. Do okay. I need it or do I want it? Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm... I will talk myself out of things at least three or four times before I actually do them. Mm. You know, just that, like, fuck, man, am I going to fail? But then you, like, you watch all these, like, uh, inspirational videos and mm-hmm. they're like, I was homeless and now look at me. Or this is what I did, you know, now look at me. And I'm like, fuck, like, yeah, this is what you got to do, man, to do it. I mean, I'm going to get it. So we're at Twin Peaks, 108 seats sold out. I'm celebrating and some of my cousins didn't get tickets to the show. Some some people didn't get tickets to the show. So I, I call up the Alamo Draft House. They had a theater with 168, the auditorium, and we took it. Mm-hmm. I hung up to think about it. Like I said, I was going to talk myself out of it. I was mm-hmm. like, no, 108 is fine. You know, we'll just leave it at that. So I ended up booking it. So the next day... Fucking nose is running. The next day, sold 60 seats in three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on my porch, and people are coming 
like I'm selling drugs <laughs> to, <laughs> buy, to, to buy tickets to my comedy show. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm freaking out. You're like, wow, okay, no pressure, right? 60 more yeah. people, <laughs> that ain't shit. So then, like I said, okay, well, what am I going to talk about for two hours? You know, it took me time to come up with the title. You know, the first show was Gordo y Chulo. It's Chulo, but at work, we would play around. Like, hey, Chulo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's how Chulo came. And people correct me all the time. Like, oh, you spelled it wrong. Like, no. You don't get it. You don't, <laughs> you're pronouncing it wrong, yeah, yeah. you know. So the first show, Gordo y Chulo, no opener. I opened for myself. Yeah. I wrote jokes for three of my characters. Three of my characters came to life. Mm. Chamoy, the tia, and, and Juan. His mm. name is Juan Halen. Because this guy that I <laughs> this guy that I used to work with, he was going to go see Van Halen, but he couldn't say Van Halen. He said Juan Halen. <laughs> so, so my character was named after him. So Juan Halen is, <laughs> is the name of the character. And uh, so I'm watching the theater fill up with people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself, like I, I used a, a picture when I was in kindergarten mm. as my uh, picture that's on the theater. Mm. And people are like, that's you? And I was like, yeah, when I was like six years old, that's me. Mm. And it said, Big John, Live, Gordo y Chulo. And uh, the show went, I got standing ovation at the end. And at the end of the show, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do this again, mm. but I'm glad that I, I tried it. Yeah. And I say, because I, I go, I said something like, uh, you know, I just, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. And that happened. Mm-hmm. The first show sold out three days. And I'm like, wow. And like I said, I, I didn't know what else I was going to do after that. I Then I do open mic, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, I'm excited. People want to see me. I had a new I Know shirt. And uh, that wasn't for me, dog. Like. I didn't like it. Yeah. Because of the you know, you having to sit there and then when it's your turn to get up on mic on the mic, there's nobody in the audience It's like Yeah, fuck. they could run pretty late. Yeah. You said that you did the L O L. So how they do it, like they pull a card. Yeah, you put the deck of cards and you, you know, you're like the four diamonds or mm-hmm. the, you know. And I mean it was it was cool to see people and like I'm watching those people and not knowing who they are. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea who they were because, like I, like I said, I don't have a lot of comedian friends. Like mm-hmm. I have a few, so I'm watching them and I'm like, oh man, I seen him on a flyer. I saw him on a flyer, and a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just trying it for my first time. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, well me too. <laughs> you know, and there's good ones or bad ones. You yeah, know? for sure. And it's like for wow, sure. like you know, so it was cool. So then, uh, like two weeks after that, Metro PCS calls. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they're hitting me up through Facebook. I think it's a fake profile. And uh, I'm like, no, nah, this ain't real. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I want to I wanna know how much you are. And I'm like, I'm thinking as a DJ. So like yeah. it's Christmas time. I'm like, okay, cool. As a DJ. And they're like, no, like as a comedian, how much are you? And I'm like, oh, shit. And how did he find you from like your Facebook? He, yeah, or he's, from- he saw a video on Facebook. I don't know which one he saw. But his employees actually saw it. And they're like, dude, check this guy out. Oh, wow. He's funny. And so he messaged me. So, Urshan, if you hear this, what's up? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so um, so I'm like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, call me. I give him my number. He's like, give me a minute. And he calls, dude, and we're talking. And he's like, you know, I want to hire you for my Christmas party. It's going to be at Smoke downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, how much are you? And I'm just like, well, how much do you have to, like, spend, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. 
And he's like, I have 200 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it for 150, but you have to treat me and my friend. Yeah. And he was like, done. So I called my friend Art. I'm like, yo, dog, we're going to go downtown to smoke for some comedy. And he's like, well, who's who's performing? And I'm like, me. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll tell you about it, you know. So uh, we go to Metro PCS and we go to the smoke uh, restaurant for the Metro PCS Christmas party. And we get there and uh, they they walk us in, man. They escort us in. They're like, yeah. yeah, I'm here to perform tonight. I'm a comedian. And You're the only one on the show? I'm the only one, dude. Oh, wow. And uh, I, we walk in, and it was just so cool, man, because uh, Snoop Dogg was there. Yeah, like, Yeah, like, okay, so Smoke has different different floors, right? The basement, the dining hall, and then they have that VIP okay. table uh, upstairs. And we walk in, and the guy's like, look, a celebrity's going to come. He might not come through here, but if you see him, don't stop him. Don't talk to him, nothing. And me and me and my boy are like, dude, who the fuck is it? Like, I know it's not us. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, he has a football organization that Friday that oh little yeah, yeah. tykes or the Friday night tykes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well they were having their Christmas party upstairs. He was performing at the Aztec. Oh, so I he, thought I thought you meant like he was performing for that Christmas show. No, I was nah. like, they have you and Snoop Dogg. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. PCS on no, fire, man. Yeah, they're fucking, <laughs> they're fucking deals, bro. And, uh, and uh, so, uh, so we're we're there at the bar drinking, dude, and we just hear the upstairs just erupt, dude. Like we're freaking out, like, dude, it's him. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be slick. I'm gonna walk up the stairs, right, like. Me being slick, like that's <laughs> come on. Yeah. So security's at the at the stairwell, and they're like, "Nah, you can't go up there." I'm like, "Snoop Dogg really up there?" And they're like, "Yeah." Then we see, we see um, on the news that he was there. Mm. I was like, "Dude, we were in the same building. Like, we were just downstairs." Yeah, yeah. You know, and and so I tell people like, "Oh yeah, I was performing. Snoop Dogg was there too." And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make it look like, oh shit, I was doing something. So. uh I do the show for Metro PCS, 30-minute show, simple mm-hmm. and sweet. He just wanted me to roast uh, his employees. Oh, wow. And uh, I was like, I really don't get down like that. And he's like, I'm paying you. Do it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'll do it. I get up there, say a couple of jokes, and they were all, like, talking at the same time with me. And I'm like, you know what? I just said, fuck it. Started roasting them. Mm-hmm. Started making fun of this crowd. That crowd was laughing at this crowd. I mean, it was a good show. And uh, still hadn't hit me that. I was a comedian. Yeah. So um, that was December 2017. Uh, I took the money that I made from the show, made a Fiesta medal. Mm-hmm. The Fiesta medal sold out. I took that money and I was like, you know what? Let me book my second show. I called the Alamo Draft House. We order, we get the auditorium again and uh, it sold out, but it took longer. Mm-hmm. So it took like like six weeks. Of, yeah. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, fuck, dude, I just sold out in three days a few months ago. The first show. Yeah. And now your second show and is I'm struggling. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, shit, dog, like, I don't got the juice no more. And I'm like, well, let me downsize so it could sell out faster. Right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, nah, like, I'm not. People are about to get their income tax. You know, they're going to yeah. be blowing money on dumb shit. They can buy a ticket to my show. And sure enough, man, people got their income tax and it sold out. Yeah. And uh, that was my opening, opening line at the show. That's just so insane, dude. Like, you're just booking auditoriums. You're booking out. Yeah, 168 seats. Yeah. And and that's not all, man. Like, I'll sell people tickets to the show, and they can't go. Mm-hmm. I give them back their money. 
get their tickets to sell it to somebody else who didn't get a ticket. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm wheeling and dealing, man, just so I can have the, the, the theater packed. Mm-hmm. So, like, from a financial standpoint, dude, I'm like, hey, you can't go. That's your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like, nah, here's your money, dog. Give me the tickets. Yeah. You know, I'm going to sell them to somebody over here. And, you know, so I, I do that for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. They sell out fast. Then I'm like, yo, who has tickets but can't go? Mm-hmm. I'll give you back your money. And I do that shit till the show, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a rush, man. And I sell every ticket. Nobody takes a group uh, a handful of tickets and sells them for me. Like every ticket I sell, I personally sell it to you. Mm. You know, um, a lot of the tickets go to my coworkers, man. My coworkers, I mean, they're with me six days a week. Yeah. And they know the dumb shit that I have to say, and they're like, you know, dude, like I know him at work. Yeah. And. Uh, that's pretty I, cool that you have like support like that. You yeah, know? like I, I've been with my job twelve years, man, and mm. I, I've always been that clown. And uh, you know, they're like, I know what he's like personally. Yeah, and I I know what he can do when he's performing. Like, there's two different people. Mm. Like, you have the performer and you have the the person. And he's like, they're not different, but they're not the same either. Like, he knows what he has to do when he gets on that stage. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So uh, my opening line at the second show is like. I was scared, man, because my show didn't sell out fast. So I get down on my knees. Ladies, you know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I could hear the people laughing and I, 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 you know, I start praying and I'm like, God, like, why is in my show selling out? Mm-hmm. And then like a voice comes, it's like, wait till they get their income tax. Yeah, yeah. And boom, it sold out. And that was exactly what i said when i did my second show like yeah. that was the opening and that's what helped break the ice you mm-hmm. know of course the intro was good i put a good song on and come out and do a little dance but uh you know it's just more like people tell me like don't you get scared to be up there for an hour mm-hmm. and i'm like yes and no because when you have an hour man you can push it mm-hmm. between jokes were you doing characters for the second one no the second show i had an opener oh okay. i had an opener named julio uh, he was a truck driver. He was he used to drop off materials to my work, mm. and uh, he was always cracking jokes. And they're like, "Hey, man, there's this guy. He's a comedian too." And you know, so that's how we hooked up. Mm. And uh, I asked him, "Hey, would you open for me at this show?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." You know, and and people are like, "Where'd you find him?" And I was like, oh, "He's a truck driver." <laughs> like, had I, he done comedy before? <laughs> open mics on the road. Oh, okay. And and uh, you know, and he's That's like, a good idea, man, to go to different spots, different states, yeah, different and, cities and, 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 and just and try And he told them. me he's like, "Man, I'm 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 ready, dude. I'm ready." And yeah. uh, he was like, "Give me your number." And he would call me dude, randomly. Yeah. Check this out. And he's telling me dude, and I'm laughing. I'm like, "Fuck, dude. Like that's going to be good, man." So we were like the George Lopez and Gabriel Iglesias, but like the Hill Country Fair mm. version, you know, like the, the, <laughs> the off-brand. The, the off-brand, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he opened for me. He did two shows for me. Uh, uh, so, okay, so we did we did Gordo y Chulo, the first show. Mm. Second show, we did two Gordo, two Chulo, because I'm a huge Fast and the Furious franchise fan. Oh, yeah. So you have Gordo y Chulo, which is like Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. You have two Fast, two Furious, which is... Too gordo, too chulo. Mm-hmm. And we took a break. So, like, from April to, to July, I was doing open mic mm-hmm. at uh, El Luchador. I won April, mm-hmm. May, got my own show in June, and I won again in July. Oh, the contest that they the had? The contest, at, yeah. At so, like, like I told you earlier, when I applied for the, the first contest, they told me no. They were like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah. We don't need you. 
we have what we need. And I'm like, but you haven't even seen me. Like, yeah. you know, and like I said, if I get mad and, and, and don't do shit about it, I'm not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I started sending them pictures. I was like, look, I've sold out this. I've sold out that. I have my own Fiesta metal. Mm-hmm. I have my own socks. I did a show for Metro PCS. And that's when, like, two days later, they they messaged back. And they're like, yeah, you can come mm-hmm. perform. You know, you can compete. And uh, I went and I won. Mm-hmm. I, I I beat eight people. And I'm freaking out, dude. Like, I don't know if it was a beer or just the emotion, dude. Like, yeah. I wasn't supposed to be there. And I won. And I'm fucking crying, dog. Like, I won a, <laughs> like, I won a competition, like a big one, you know. But yeah. to me, it was like, dude, like. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. but it still hadn't hit me, dude. Like I'm like, nah, like I, I'm just funny. Like, yeah. I'm just funny. So May comes, I win again. And I'm like, wow, back to back, champion. June, the owner gave me my own show there. It was a small show, intimate. It was real cool. Mm-hmm. And then I go back July to defend again, and I won again. Mm-hmm. I beat uh, 15 comedians, and. Uh, that's when I was like, all right, like, this is what I'm good at. Yeah. So from July to December, there was a big break. There was nothing in between. Yeah. There was like, it was all Facebook. It was all like, how can I get people's attention? How can I start, you know, you know, um, networking mm-hmm. with other people? Like, I didn't want to be that guy adding every fucking comedian that I saw. Like A lot of people do that. Like, instead of... <laughs> Well, I, I don't know, man. There's some people that do that, and then they go into their DMs, and they just try yeah, to like, meet them get on, that, that yeah. way. I nah, don't know, man. man. I, I, I never was like that, man. And uh, I, like I told you then, okay, so like somewhere in there between March and December, we did Haven for Hope mm-hmm. with B. Smitty. So like I met him through through Boma. Boma was like, hey, there's this guy. He's winning. Mm-hmm. He's good. You should check him out. So that's how me and Bobby met. Mm-hmm. And Bobby put me in a competition. Like I said, it was open bar. Man, I got so drunk. I couldn't even perform. Yeah. I bombed that shit. That's why, like, me and open bars and comedy are just, it's no good, man. Because I yeah, forget, man. dude, what I'm there to do. And then they're like, oh, we're going to put you last. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Fuck. All this time with the open bar. It's, and it's bad. Open bar. And I can't even say, like, oh, I didn't eat. Yeah, you know that's like a lot of people. I didn't eat before I drank. Like yeah. if I say that, oh, I'm fucking lying. You're like I, I, when I tell <laughs> you, you fucking I, ate, bitch. When, <laughs> when I tell you I pre-gamed, I mean I ate before I left the house. Yeah, you know yeah. that's my pre-game, man. <laughs> you know, and uh, so uh, I bomb at that open mic, and Bobby's like, "Oh man, shake it off. It ain't no thing." And I'm like, "I'm good. I ain't worried about it." Mm. And uh, I ended up. I think I ended up winning, dog, because I sold like six Fiesta medals mm. and. The winner got twenty bucks, and I made sixty. Mm-hmm. So financially, I think I beat him yeah, by, yeah. by like forty bucks. So I was like, "All right, fuck it." I sold my medals, and uh, so then we did Haven for Hope, and uh, you know, it was big for me, man, because like, like I told you earlier, like these people are homeless. Mm-hmm. These people are down on their luck. Yeah, and you know, to go to a show, and um, that's when I performed with the, I performed with the Bobby Irma Chandra. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe, he's a he's a ventriloquist magician, and so I performed with them, and that was like the first time I performed sober, like mm-hmm. no no drinks, nothing. Like, and I'm like, and I'm we only we all did like five minutes, yeah. And uh, you know, like I'm telling the joke, and this one lady was so into it that she picked up the joke before I could hit the you know the punchline, yeah. And she's like, 
I, I say like I, I say this one thing where I'm like, um, oh man, I met this girl and I was like, hey, you want to go out to eat? I'm gonna take you to the restaurant where they make the food in front of you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where? And I'm like, it's French. She's like, it's not Benihana. I'm like, nah, it's French. And before I could say Subway, this lady is like, oh, you fucking took her to Subway. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's laughing and I'm like and now everybody knows who my girlfriend is and I point at this lady and she's in a wheelchair and she's fucking laughing man and yeah. you know after the show she hugged me and I was like man girl you killed my joke but you know what it was good Yeah. and so then I, I'm like you know um, I uh, I get the mic man and I'm just like I just want to thank everybody for coming out tonight you know uh, this is my first time performing sober Yeah. and they're clapping dog like yeah like you know they think that I'm on drugs or something yeah, yeah. and i'm that like no drugs, like sober from drugs yeah like <laughs> you know you know like when i say coke and ice i mean i mean 20 ounce of coke and a bag of ice yeah. not not holly you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and people are like you know and and uh, i say hey i'm from the west side you know and i did the whole west side thing and this guy came up to me and he's like hey bro i'm from the west side too yeah and like i recognized him and then after we took the picture somebody took a picture of us and they sent it to me I posted it and they're like, hey, I know that fucking guy. That's fucking Pancho. And I'm like, oh shit, like this dude could be hiding out, you know, and and I'm over here getting him caught up. Like he's a haven for hope. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so then we did a haven for hope. And then, like I told you, man, I don't know how I got mixed up into the opening with Irma. Mm -hmm. I really can't remember. Like it was one of those things where. It just happened, man. She just like, hey. No, she helps out a lot of comics. Yeah, she puts a lot oh, of man. I, I mean, uh, Irma, Bobby, like, man, for them putting me in shows and like, uh, you know, like, man, I'm grateful for that shit. You know? mm-hmm. It actually, um, we did uh, at Smoke, 10 Comedians, 10 Minutes. Mm-hmm. I did that one with Irma and Mind Twist Comedy and then uh, opened for Aaron Swatters and, and at Breathe mm-hmm. with Mind, to- Mind Twist Comedy and... I think what really got me going was like going to Eagle Pass because mm-hmm. you know how that she does like well whoever wins you oh know, the casino yeah yeah and I was like man I want to do that like I really want to do that mm-hmm. you know but before then um, after we did uh, Haven for Hope I was like I I was like man I want to get back to my to my community. I want to get back to to people in my hood uh, or any 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 people struggling so. I did a toy drive show. Mm. It was all charity. Mm. I get the Alamo Draft House again. Uh, it sells out within a month. People were, it was 10 bucks a ticket or a $10 toy. Mm-hmm. And I was getting both, man. I was getting money, toys. I mean, it was just amazing, dude. My apartment was full of toys. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm like, does anybody know somebody in need? But don't give me no bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, I need these people to be really mm-hmm. in need. And I mean, man, dude, people are messaging me and telling me about people, man. Like, and I'm like, dude, some of the stories were so bad, dude. Like, I had trouble sleeping, dog, because it was like, I need to help those people, like, right now. Yeah. Like, four or five in the morning. Like, I want to take them food or, or toys or something. And, you know, when I did that, man, people were like, dude, like, you haven't even done shit for yourself but you're already giving back and i was like well i'm blessed dog like i mean i'm not supposed to be doing this shit like yeah you know i was like i, I don't you know i'm from the hood dog like i, I mean I, i've seen people you know in, in need and like 
like I said, like us growing up, man, we got into like CPS and, you know, people were like questioning us, like, do you know what drugs are? Or like, you know, we're having to like have counselors at our house and I'm like freaking out. Dude. And it's like, I tell, and people really don't know that shit about me, dude. Like, yeah. I grew up like that. Like, oh, like they shut the water off or, oh, you don't have a phone or, oh, your light bill's going to get disconnected. Like as a kid, you're not supposed to worry about that shit, but mm. you hear about it, you know? And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not the only one that, that's gone through shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's people out there that when I start telling my my story and people start, you know, hearing it, they're like, be like, damn, dude, like, I went through that shit yeah. as a kid. And now look where I'm at or, you know. So I was like, you know, let me help whoever I can help, dog, you know. And uh, and when we did the toy drive, man, like, it was just like, wow, it was so cool. Yeah. And, like, I, I always say, like, I got blessed after that. Cause that's when I got into to do more bigger things. Like I'm on a flyer now. Like mm. it's not my flyer, but I'm on a flyer now. And yeah. uh, you know, um, it was just like we wanted to do another one this year, man. But there was so much shit going on, dude. That you know, I was getting ready to leave my apartment, and when I did the last one, I was just moving into my apartment. Now I'm moving out, mm. and with work and the schedule, like it was hard to do it. But you know, it was just one of those things that. I felt was was needed mm-hmm. like I needed to do it already uh you know I always tell people like where I'm from like what hood I'm from what school I went to and they're like why you say that every time and I'm like yeah because if I don't do it, and they hear this and they hear it like they're gonna be like you forgot where you came from yeah you know and I'm like nah like I can't forget mm. so but uh yeah so uh that's that was like the first the first year was was just good the second year was better but it's so crazy your approach because like a lot of people they start with open mics and then they just build their sets up and up until hopefully hopefully doing an hour or two hours and stuff but you 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 jumped right to that which is insane i mean you're a funny guy we were on that show um in laredo yeah laredo last week that was a good show and that was the first time seeing you i mean i've seen you around and i've seen like your your post uh i mean i saw you the first time i saw you was on uh irma's yeah, uh, flyer for that mind twist comedy. I think it was that smoke too. Yeah, the ten comedians. Yeah, and, and I killed that show, man. And I had just saw you. <laughs> I just I had uh, seen you on there, and the same thing like you get from a lot of people. Like, like who are that, you? Yeah, because they don't see you at the open mics and stuff. Because that's how people get into it and stuff. Or mo- for the most part, I mean, there's a lot of comics who's been doing it for a while that don't do open mics too much unless they want to try one yeah. thing out, you know. But they they already have like their their set their material yeah. and stuff and you just you totally like you bypassed I, went the, I went the other way yeah yeah man and like so you you really don't dig doing open mics or trying well, stuff like it, that like, it's it's not that i don't dig it it's i don't have time for it man yeah like i my job is demanding yeah i work different hours i rotate mm. you know and uh so it's not like that i don't want to do it but it's just like i really don't have time to do it yeah you know, like I said, when I was doing uh, El Luchador, I just happened to be off that day. Mm-hmm. That's why I was there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like now you can do comedy shit all week, open mic. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's opportunities in a yeah. lot of places. But I mean, and, uh, there's not one set way to go about doing yeah. it, obviously. I mean, like you you started selling out shows in your first comedy show, which was yeah. fucking amazing. Two I mean, hours uh, by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's crazy, man. I mean, I mean that's, that's your way about going about it. And I mean, you're you're fucking hilarious. I mean, you just did how much time? You did like fifteen. I, I did minutes? fifteen in Laredo. Yeah, man. Nervous, man. I, I man, I had like a six pack. 
<laughs> uh, and then like 45 minutes, dude. Yeah. And uh, it didn't hit me. Even uh, I'm driving home, dude. Like, we finished the show, we got paid, and we took off. Yeah, yeah. Straight to San Antonio, and it didn't hit me. About three in the morning, once we hit 1604, I was like, all right, I'm feeling it now. Not the buzzing. That whole but, adrenaline rush. Yeah, because so. I woke up at I woke up uh, at 430 that morning. Mm-hmm. I went to work, got home, showered, charged my phone. Next thing you know, my friend's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. And we hit the road to Laredo. So there was no sleep. So literally it was almost like 23 hours awake. Yeah. You know, and to still do comedy. Like it was, I'm in Laredo. Like I had never performed outside of San Antonio. Yeah. And Same. That was my first time, I think. Well, I did um, open mic in Seattle, but that was my first show. Oh, okay. Doing uh, in San Antonio, outside of San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, but that's great, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I met you. I'm glad we got to yeah, sit down yeah. with this and stuff. Uh, let's, X Limes, you know, like before comedy, before you started focusing on even DJing, doing YouTube videos, uh, comedy. Like, what was your life before that? I worked uh, in high school. I had a job at Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. at Wendy's Culebran 410. And that was my first job. I was there three years. Dang, and, man. Uh, shit, man. I'm loyal, dog. That <laughs> is loyalty. Like, I had so many jobs because I, I would only do paycheck and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Like, I would see my paycheck. Like, I worked at Bill nah, Miller's, worked at McDonald's. When I, I get uh, my first paycheck, I was like, fuck this place. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, Three years. I, I worked there because uh, I wanted to go to prom. Oh, and okay. my grandma was like, I'll give you the money for this prom. I was a junior in high school. But you better get a job. Because yeah. I'm not about to give you money for anything you want your senior year. Because that shit's expensive and I'm not going to give you money. Yeah. You can work. All right, cool. I went to prom that Saturday. That Monday, I was already working. Yeah. And... uh I was there three years, man. I probably would have been there longer, dude, but I got into it with the manager. And, you know, he started with me in the bottom, mm-hmm. and he moved up, mm-hmm. and he thought his shit didn't stink, dog. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. He was having a bad day, and he took it out on me, started telling me shit, and he was like, you know what? If you don't want to be here, clock out and go home. Yeah. I fucking did, dog. I was like, fuck, yeah, I got to get out. Payday. I clocked out. I went home. The next day, my truck broke. No. Oh. And I'm stuck at home. I don't have a ride to work. <laughs> and uh, I was while I was driving home, I called my other friend, Jose, and he was a manager at Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, hey, are y'all hiring? He's like, yeah, we are. I was like, man, I need a job. Like, I'm going to quit Wendy's. And he's like, fuck it, come over. So Fucking traitor. <laughs> yeah, for real, right? I went from fresh patties to frozen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I, I go home. And my trucks, my truck broke, and and they called me like, "Hey, are you coming to work today?" I was like, "No, nah, I'm not." You said I wasn't gonna have a job if I left. Yeah. He's like, "Nah, man, I was just playing with you." I was like, "Nah, well, I quit, dog." Yeah. So I took that day and the next day off. My truck got fixed. That was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I just chilled. Thursday, I went to Jack. I uh, I applied, and uh, I was there two years. Yeah. And uh, while I was working at Jack in the Box, man, that's when I would like fuck around on the intercom. Like, I was always messing with the intercom. And I would change my voice to be like a recording. They're like, really? We want a fucking order already. I was like, well, order, go ahead. And they're like, is this a recording or not? You know, like, so like, working in the fast food, man, like, you're on a mic all day. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me, um, like, like messing with people. Like, I love in the entertainment, making, yeah. entertaining yourself, entertaining, entertaining the people, yeah. your coworkers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I had a friend that rapped. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, mm-hmm. and we take the intercom, the headsets outside, and he he'd be hearing himself on the on the drive-through speaker, and like he's rapping, and yeah. I'm, I'm his hype man, like I'm hyping him up. 
I'm pressing you know, my intercom and, and we're so we're both on the on the speaker mm. and like he's rapping doing his thing and I'm just you know hyping his hype man and, and so that's kind of like what started everything like just bullshitting anywhere we could yeah um, I think we talked about it a little bit before we started recording stuff like your your the way you grew up when you you kind of touched on it a little bit and stuff like that's why you're so humble yet so like eager to to help others and stuff you know like you think. Any of that, like, you pick up any life lessons? Well, obviously you did, but yeah, what, do you, like, what do you think? I told you about my dad. Yeah, like, like you, uh, how, how, how do you think that influenced you into what you're doing now? Um, well, like I told you, man, my, my dad was a drug dealer. Yeah. And my dad was just fucking mean, dude. I mean, you know, like I said, we didn't get spanked. We got fucked up. Like, mm. my dad would beat the shit out of us. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like... It wasn't bad all the time, dog. But when it did happen, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, what did I do? What did I do to deserve that? Mm. You know. So me, I'm not really one to cross people. I, I'm. I fly real straight. Mm-hmm. I can't lie to people. I. You know. That's one of the things that I, I'm sometimes could be a little too honest. Yeah. You know, and like, like I don't want to like steal somebody's shine. Like, like, well, we can all do it. Let's do it. You know, my dad was always like, like I told you that time I was like, Hey dad, let's go eat. And he's like, do you have money? Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't have money. And he's like, Oh, then you ain't worth the fuck. He's like, if you don't have money to buy sodas, you ain't shit. Yeah. So I always make sure to have money to buy sodas, you know, in my pocket. But my dad was always like, like putting shit in my head, man, that, you know, that I keep now. Like mm. I, I remember that shit. And, uh, you know, like, don't lie to people, look people in the eye, shake their hand, stand up when you shake their hand. I mean, he was real, like... Respect. Big on that, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like me, I'll introduce myself, like, hey, I'm Big John, and I mean, I shake your hand, you know, and sometimes, like, I, I should, like, say I'm John Pettis, but then it's like I told you, like, people don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Like, like, who's that? You know, like, it's just one of those things. But uh, growing up, man, in the hood, like, you see it all, man. I mean... People getting raided. We got raided. I mean, when yeah. we were kids, like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, get on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. You know, uh, but, um, you know, just, uh, like, living, like, like, just, you know, when you're living like that, man, like, in the hood, and you see a lot of things, like, you want to give back to people because you know there's people in need. Mm-hmm. And if I can do it, you know, like, shit, I was just hoping to encourage somebody else to do something, you know, for, for people like, you know, yeah. uh, last night, man, I was at Walmart, me and my girl and, uh, we, we were walking to the car and, uh, you know, this, this guy came and he asked for, for work mm-hmm. and he's like, we don't have to pay him in money. We can pay him in food. So we're like, I didn't have food. And he's like, do you have any leftovers in your, in your truck? And I'm like, does it look like I would have <laughs> leftovers, you know? Yeah. No, we went and got him some burgers from McDonald's and, and gave it to him, you know, with this drink. And I posted on Facebook and I had a I know hoodie that I never wore because the sleeves were like huge. Mm-hmm. So I told he had a jacket on and I was like, hey, do you need like a um, another jacket? So I gave him the hoodie mm-hmm. and it says I know on it. And I was like, if anyone sees him with it, like help him out oh yeah so you know posting i was yeah. like help him out and that that was real i mean it wasn't uh, me fucking around or anything it was just like it was real like if i can help you man i will yeah but you need a how can i say it 
you need I need to know you need help, man. Yeah, and that you're not just trying to take advantage yeah, of somebody. Yeah, don't bullshit me. Like yeah. you have $40 in your pocket and you don't want to spend your 40, so you'd rather borrow 20. Yeah. Knowing I will need it back until I don't know when. Like don't do that. Like just you know, just my my thing is like just be honest, man. Like, yeah. Don't bullshit. That's cool, um, man. That's cool. So if you weren't if you weren't focused on comedy or if you weren't doing like the DJ stuff, like hypothetically, if comedy and DJing and all that stuff was in your past, what would you be focusing on? I, well, I have a job with HEB, so probably moving up at, yeah. at, at, with HEB. Have like, more fun with it, man. Like, would you be a movie director or something like that? Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. You know what I mean? Like, think like, big. Like I told you, man, I was, uh, I got into theater arts as a senior in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. And to me, that was like fun. Like, I was like, why didn't I do this as a freshman? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of playing football. But it was like the whole, like, I was an athlete. I wanted the Letterman jacket. And, mm-hmm. and not knowing that you could get a Letterman jacket for theater arts, you know, I was like, fuck, I should have done this. But I would say something like that. Like, something in just, theater? Yeah, to see my name on, on something. Or, you know, like, like I said, uh, growing up, man, I was always in the middle of something. Yeah. You know, before DJing, I was like 12. 11 you know i was in middle school and i was always into into something my dad had bought me that video camera i was recording i probably would do something like that directing yeah because i always had a video camera and i was recording everything yeah you know so yeah that was i would say that dude something with 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 the with video yeah i mean because i mean if you think about it like you're not going to go far from what you what you're doing now with the youtube videos and stuff i mean you've gotten better with that so yeah, I mean, moving direct, move, being a movie director, or yeah. doing like little shorts, or even like doing a, like acting in a different type of way, yeah. right? not just the characters, but maybe like a different type of yeah. you know, being yourself or being a character of yourself type of thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, well, that's I, cool, man. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I, I think yeah, directing yeah. like a, would be, I would say. <laughs> but like I said, man, it's just like whatever I put my mind to, I've done it. DJing, detailing cars, comedy. Like I mean. Once I put my mind to it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, I wish it was like that with weight loss. I get you flawed though. I go, I'll lose weight and then gain weight. Lose weight. Dude, it's so bad, dude. <laughs> Are you doing anything 2020? Are you doing like, ah, weight loss challenge and all that oh, shit? Oh, man. I'm going to try keto. Yeah, man. Uh, I did that once. I'm going to I'm gonna try to get That's the only thing that's worked for me. I'm not like a, like the the counting, counting points nah. and all that stuff. It's good, man. Like it, it worked for me, and I'm gonna try to do it. Uh, another buddy of mine, we've talked about doing it uh, real hardcore, because um, it works. But it's just not sustainable. Like you can't, you can't, you can't live, stay on it, right? You can't, like, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I love sweet tea. Yeah. I love bandusa. Like, I mean, all the stuff you can't yeah. have. And I, I work, love. I work in a bakery. Like, it's hard dude, to like not touch cake or cookies. Or, yeah, man. <clears throat> I, I can't. And I mean, I, I did. Eight months on it, solid. And then I was like, "You do like cheat, cheat times, cheat weekends, yeah. cheat weeks." But man, once I got went, went back to like sweet tea and tortillas and rice and beans, I was like, "I'm never going back." Yeah, <laughs> I uh, shit. I I was going to Gold's Gym regularly, man, three four days a week, and you know, I was I was doing my thing, but. I uh, I joined another gym, which is like a little more full body and mm-hmm. and everything. And man, dude, I've been going since December first, and like, man, it's a workout. Yeah. But I'm, I feel like I'm getting something out of it, and uh, you know, so I'm gonna stick to that, push it a little harder, Good, and, man. Yeah, you know, just uh, wherever I can 
you know, get on a show or, you know, uh, my show's coming up, so I'm working on that, new material. Like, uh, every show has been new material. I've repeated, like, two jokes, but I kind of want those jokes to be mine. Yeah. So when you hear them... You know where they came from. You know, that's like, oh, shit, he's been saying that shit for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, right now, just get through the holidays, wait for my tickets. Uh, I just put them in how I wanted them. Uh, as soon as I get the tickets, start selling them. Uh, now, man, that Laredo video of me mm-hmm. has like 800 views. Oh, and wow. I don't know how many people shared it. And I'm freaking out because I've posted my shit before. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten okay responses. But the Laredo one was just... That was a good show, it man. Was, it was like... Good crowd. You did yeah. good. Yeah. And I'm freaking out, dude, because people are sharing it that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, they're messaging me, like, can you make your video public? I'm like, it is public. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and share it. And they're like, all right, gotcha. They're sending me friend requests, and I'm I'm freaking out. And then, like, we do that show, and then, like, we talked, and mm-hmm. I'm here now. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? Like, And like I said, we had never met. Mm-hmm. I've seen you on flyers. You've seen me. But, you know, I mean, you're more out there than I am because, like, I don't, I don't go to places. Like, I, I just stay home and... You know, I work. just stay home and sell out <laughs> shows. Yeah, I just sell out when I feel like selling out. Yeah, <laughs> nah, and, man, but, uh, and, and that's what I tell people. Like I go, man, you, I go, you have no idea what's coming in March. Yeah. Oh, so that's your next yeah, show, March. March. That that would be. Uh, and people are like, why March? I'm like, well, it's it's kind of like a few days after my show. Like um, the the second show was March 25th. This one's March 29th. Mm. You know, so I kind of try to do it because I already know. People will have their income tax. They'll spend money. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I try to do it like that. Like, Strategically. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, people will be a little more generous. They won't mind $15 tickets. That's so. dope, man. That's dope. Good luck with everything, dude. I'm so glad you came in. It was nice meeting you, man. Yeah, same. Thank you. Uh, replugs. How do people find you? Um, Give it all, all to them again. Instagram, at BigJohn747, the number 747. YouTube, DJ Space Bar 747. If that's too much for you, you can just go to one stop, which is www.ino.com, A-Y-Y-N-O.com, and that will take you to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Dope, man. That's it. Thanks for coming out. All right, man. Thanks. Later. Later.